Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're returning once again to Series 2 of Doctor Who. And this time, we are covering Rise of the Cybermen. But first, let's have some news. And we actually have got some news to discuss this week, haven't we? Yes. Yes, well, three items of news anyway. But uh, um, Now, first thing that sort of uh, caught our attention is that Disney XD in North America uh, will be showing Doctor Who as of Saturday the 9th of May. Um, but they're starting with Tenant's Doctor. So apparently they've acquired the rights to Series 2 through till Series 4. Is that because they don't think people will be able to understand Austin's northern accent? <laughs> Probably not, cause that, cause that, because that was another thing that came in the news this week, wasn't it? Yes. Um, it the reason he decided to, to do a, a northern accent um, or not doing that, just keep his northern accent, I should say, uh, is because he felt there was sort of like a bit of, um, how can I put it, almost like a, I think you put it. Snobbery to Snobbery to it, yeah, I suppose that's a, a good a good term. Yeah, he didn't want to do in that sort of, um, that typical clipped English accent that, you know, the, uh, the, the accent of Doctor was quite famous for. But quite yes. upper class and, and posh and whatever. So uh, that was that was his decision behind it. And, uh yeah, it's actually good. He was actually he, he spoke about. It, but he said he was here to talk about some, um, a new program he's got coming out. So he said he didn't want he didn't want the conversation to be towards Doctor Who, but um, it was good. He actually sort of mentioned it. Really, it was sort of uh, quite good. He's actually sort of I don't know if he's he softening towards it. Do you think? I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it was a case of to expect it not to come up, especially as it was now the tenth anniversary of of his yeah. portrayal. It was it was it was unusual that it if it hadn't come up in the the questioning, it really. would have done really, yeah. So he must have, to a certain extent, a bit. Someone must have primed him to the fact that it was going to happen. Yeah, I would have thought so. And I suspect he just gets it every time, anyway. So perhaps, as you say, perhaps he was softening. Perhaps perhaps just the time has come now, and he just thought, oh well, it's ten years. Let's just say something, and it might shut people up. Yeah, the self. Although there was something else he said that he, he bored Doctor Who no ill will whatsoever. He says he hasn't watched it, but uh, you know he, he sort of wishes it every every success. And he, I think he's, I think he's said again he was proud to be to be part of it, and, and he hopes one day people remember him as the Doctor. Well, I think that that well that happened years ago. Everyone remembers him as the Doctor. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, getting back onto this uh, this particular news item. Um, yeah, now it, it's weird actually because this. Um, I say the series kicks off on May the 9th. It's actually a preview airing of New Earth. Uh, it doesn't actually start um, proper until Saturday, June the 13th. Right. Yeah, so um, apparently it's a special week-long programming event. So they're going to be airing eight episodes from June the 13th right through to Saturday, June the 20th. They've got, they got a hole in their schedules on May the 9th. They <laughs> must have. Disney got a hole. Oh, wow. Um, but also begin on June the 14th. Um, episodes will also be available on the Watch Disney XD app. So you oh, can watch it on, on, ah, there you are. So you can watch it on your tablets, phones, computers, and um, connected TVs. Um, but say that is North America only. Mm. Yes. So I imagine the I don't think it was shown on the Disney XD channel in the UK because the rights things is completely yeah. different in the UK. And what so, the BBC said it's something 
Exactly. Well, they've got it tied up with Watch, haven't they? The repeats yeah. of Doctor Who, which yeah. is actually owned by the BBC, funnily enough. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there you why, go. Why, why let somebody else take it off one of their channels to put it on somebody else's? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, is this paving the way then for the Disney film? Obviously, it is, <laughs> isn't it? Obviously, it is. Doctor Who from the House of Mouse. You heard it here first, folks. I do. Actually, no, I, um, I was going to say, because they're, aren't they responsible for um, Star Wars now, and also, aren't they also res- part responsible for the Marvel films? Aren't they something to do with it as well? Um, Someone please correct me if yeah. I'm wrong on this. Um, well, I honestly yeah. don't know, but I've, got a, I've just got a, a strange feeling they are sort of, yeah. sort of re- responsible for the Marvel films now. But uh, that proves they can do more sort of um, adult-orientated you know, or, or older children yeah. you know, films, you know. So, Other than the fact they're going to do these as animated stories. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind an animated Doctor series, to be honest, if it sort of gave it greater coverage. Who knows? Anyway, um, now, next up on the news. Now, I think we, we kind of missed this one because this actually came out the, the day after we recorded because we recorded on the Thursday each week. Um, now, Big Finish May releases have arrived early. So, uh, which is um, which is interesting. So, um, the Monday just gone actually. Um, Big Finish released Doctor Who the novel adaptations volume two. Uh, I don't know why it's been brought forward. Doesn't actually say here actually. But the first one is Doctor Who Damaged Goods. Uh, it's a Jonathan Morris adaptation of a Russell T Davis novel. Uh, uh, the damaged goods early. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, this one stars uh, Sylvester McCoy. Uh, and the companion in this one is uh, Ros Forrester, played by Yasmin Bannerman. And uh, I, I, I can't pronounce the guy's surname. I, I, yet again, I get caught up with these bloody surnames, don't I? <laughs> it, 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 I can't like how I see them coming and stuff. You, st- you just clam up, don't you? So let, <laughs> let Phil dig a big hole for himself here. <laughs> this is good. I'm going to find out how this is pronounced. Yes. Um, it's well, it's, it's spelt Quedge. C-W-E-J. <laughs> I'm quite sure that's not how it's pronounced. But it's Chris... Quedge, Quedge, I don't know. As uh, <laughs> I've honestly no idea. I don't know if that's the actor's name or the character's name. I've got absolutely no idea. Um, and the you next, know you just wish you'd said these are company this time by Ros and Chris, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it could be Yasmin and Travis. Who knows? <laughs> absolutely no idea. Uh, and the next one is uh, the Well-Mannered War, which is a fourth Doctor story. Uh, this one's written by uh, Gareth Roberts. Uh, adapted from his own story, actually, and this one actually no, tell a lie. This is adapted by John Dorney. If I yes. if I care to read read further into the article, I would have seen that it was actually adapted <laughs> you by John Dorney. That one, I don't know why he's worried about that one. <laughs> so this one is obviously Tom Baker, Lala Ward, and John Leeson. There we go. There we go. So that's um, that's out now. Actually, that is out now. Uh, now next up in the news. Now we were this this one a bit of a dilemma about this one, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, and we, we, we sort of came to a, a decision. In the papers this week, um, I think it first kicked off in the Daily Mirror, according to most sources, but I saw it um, referencing the link to the Daily Mail. <laughs> and basically they are claiming to have exclusive details on the plot of the opening episode of Series 9. Yes. Now... Whatever you see in the papers, you've got to take with a massive pinch of salt anyway. But um, they all seem to be reporting on the same thing. doesn't mean to say it's true, but we're erring, erring on the side of caution 
Yeah, I we're not on the side of actually, we don't really want to know what's happening. Until we no, watch it. indeed, indeed. So we we don't want to spoil it for anybody else. So I mean, you'll if you've seen the papers this week uh, in the UK, then you would more than likely that have come across this article. But we're not going to actually say what it is. No. Um, all we're going to say is, well, the papers is this an, another attempt by them to just sort of like conjure up news because there isn't a lot of news coming off the set of Doctor Who at the moment is there? No. And where have they got this from really to the extent that I suppose lots of things but usually reasonably kept plot points other than broadcasting them early. Yeah. It's for you to be able to download the whole episode. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to keep stuff quiet haven't they? They have very much so very much so. Um There's also, of course, the the fact that, as Stephen Moffat said for the last series, where they actually left bogus trails as the plot points. Well, I'm I'm hoping it is. This is bogus, actually. Um, Because it doesn't. Maybe this is. This doesn't tie in to what we already know about what, what, what we've been told is going to be the Series 9 opener. Yeah. It doesn't tie into it at all. So. It's either complete fabrication, or it is part of the next series, but just not the first episode. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But I say we we are not going to say what it is exactly. Right. It almost seems like a pointless um, article to discuss, really. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's out there. I think that's the thing we just wanted to say. It is out there. So it's just a pointless waste of our lives. It is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've been doing it for four years now, so why stop? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why start doing anything meaningful now? What's the point? Too late for that. We we passed that point after the first episode, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, okay. So uh, that's it. We're not going to discuss this any further, actually, because I think if we did, we would start to sort of discuss exactly what this this is. Yeah, so... um, But if 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 you want to know what it is, it's out there. It is yeah. out there. You can find it for yourself if you so wish, but we're not going to spoil it for you. Anyway, um, after that disappointing news article, <laughs> uh, we're going to brighten things up because it's time to go to Omega's Tech Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Okay, now, we, we actually had to dull back on the tat a little bit, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we, 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 we suddenly had too much. We had far too much to report on, actually, so we, we're... Um, we're holding stuff back, aren't we, for for a more yes. su- suitable occasion? Uh, now, first up in Tat Corner, um, we can thank Paul for for this this week because you you went on a bit of a, a quest, didn't you? I did. Well, you know, it sort of hadn't. I was I was getting a bit depressed. We hadn't heard from Omega for a while. We hadn't. Have we we missed these these dulcet tones, didn't we? So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we we needed some tat in our lives. So um, first up, I've over from the BBC shop. Now this is nothing new, uh, but they've actually got um, a, a deal going on on a, on a few selected Doctor Who T-shirts, and the one that caught your eye, <laughs> quite, clearly, yes. quite quite literally, literally, if you've been in the room where this photograph was taken, um, basically there's a, a Listen T-shirt uh, which was priced at thirteen ninety nine. If you go to the BBC shop website, you can now buy it for the price of nine ninety nine, which yes. I think is quite reasonable. As we said last week, the episode is up for a Hugo, so it's quite apt, really, isn't it? Yes. Um, However, the but but, yeah, yeah. do do you want to say this, Paul? (laughs) No, the the thought I looked at the picture and how the picture is is on the t-shirt. 
I just couldn't help thinking it's a good job they don't do that as a box pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> yes, folks, um, because the, the the picture on the front is the the lump under under the bed sheets on yes. on, um, on, <laughs> on on Rupert Pink's bed, and it yes. does look like someone's got how can I put it morning glory. Put it that way. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's the most phallic T-shirt I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, dear. But they've also got um, other T-shirts going. They've got a Dinosaurs and the Spaceship T-shirt, which is going for eight ninety nine. The Power of Three T-shirt going for eight ninety nine. Uh, the Other Doctor T-shirt, ten ninety nine, And the Tenth Doctor 80s New Romantic T-shirt uh, going for ten ninety nine. And the Doctor Who 50th Anniversary bow tie is now going for twenty four ninety nine. So that's all current deals on the BBC shop. Yes. So head head over there if you want to take advantage of this uh, this wonderful deal <laughs> and this wonderful stiffy. <laughs> right. <okay. laughs> What's not to like there? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you could hang your hat off it, couldn't you? <laughs> anyway, um, moving swiftly on. Uh, now I think we have mentioned these before: the Doctor Who pop vinyl figures. Yes. They've been, they've been, I can't remember what we actually reported on before. Which ones did we discuss? Oh, I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, but there's a new uh, upcoming pop series coming out. Now, those of you who can't remember, the pop series, these funny little vinyl figures. Um, what's that? I can't remember the best way. They look like Pokemon versions of Doctor Who Daleks and Adipose and Doctors themselves. Yeah. It's quite sort of, you know... Again, I don't know who they're actually appealing to. But it actually says here... Um, the um, pop legends uh, are sort of, uh, I don't know if they're saying they're, they're successful or it's just sort of the show itself is successful. Basically, these pop figures, they stand nine centimetres tall. There's a TARDIS one, uh, which is six inches, and over, which is an oversized pop vinyl figure, um, which is 15 centimetres, if you're talking in, in, in new money. Um, and it looks like what they've got here is an adipose, a Dalek, uh, the, the uh, 11th Doctor, a TARDIS, the 4th Doctor. Uh, a new Cyberman, uh, a Weeping Angel, the Twelfth Doctor, and the Tenth Doctor. Yes. Yes. Now these are available for uh, pre-order uh, again from the BBC shop. And if I just scroll back up and click on the link, for some reason it disappeared when I had it on my screen before. They are going for the pre-order price of ten ninety-nine. Yes. If this is your thing. It's not mine because the, the weird thing is, it's actually a little on the link you sent me. There's actually a little uh, poll, isn't there? Uh, so, will you buy the Doctor Who Funko Pop vinyl figures? And you've got a choice of uh, yes, all of them, perhaps a few, undecided, no, not my thing. It's not your thing. It's not my thing. That that would be my vote. And that this, <laughs> I just noticed that the uh, the vote's been run by Paul Daddy. <laughs> 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 oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, now. Um, we had another one from uh, Rubber Toe Replicas. This is the next, next one. Um, I still can't quite say properly without sniggering to myself. Uh, they've got the History of the Time War plaque. Now, if you don't remember what this this is, this was on the front of the book that uh, Clara found in Journey of the Sense of the TARDIS, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, uh, sort of back in Series 7. Uh, yeah, so it's just the plaque uh, from the front of the book. It's not the book itself. Um, yes, no, it, it, it does really make sure it says book not included. <laughs> yes, it does, doesn't it? It does. Um, 
Now, I'm trying to find some sort of um, shipping price here as well, but it doesn't actually say. Oh, actually, if I take that off. Well, it's actually going for £26, um, the, the item itself. And I think if you include delivery, with the black felt backing, it goes for £29.49, or double-sided tape, uh, it still goes for the same price. Um, for rubber toe replicas, that's quite cheap, actually, isn't it? It is, but it's, it's a bit as to what you'd really... What, what's it for, to be honest? Yes, yeah, you do with it, really. Yeah. It is, mm. it is sort of felt bound, well, should be bound to the book. Literally. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, it says it's, it's created using the original CAD files. It's cast some resin and brass powder and comes back with a choice of black felt or double-sided tape. And it says, use it a decorative display piece or coaster. That's a bloody expensive coaster. Actually. So Cat Files, wasn't that played by Derek Jacobi? <laughs> oh, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> um, it says, wipe clean with a damp cloth. We're back to that listen t-shirt again. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's not dishwasher safe. And do not submerge in water. water. It might drown. Who knows? <laughs> yes, uh, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give it a little breathing apparatus if you want to do that. Uh, and it's very um, sort of keen to point out, it's not a toy. It is not suitable for children. Yes. Yeah, not that I could find, I don't think a child can find much use uh, for it, to be honest, but there you go. There you go. Okay, now last up in Tack Corner, we have a massive audio Doctor Who Assault Dalek speaker. Yes. Yes, now this one um, is available to order in the USA, um, but not at the moment in the UK. They're saying possibly in the mid year. Uh, Basically, it's a Dalek Bluetooth speaker, isn't it? Yes. Uh, now, they're doing these in um, different packs. You can do a, a Dalek combo pack, which, which is basically the uh, gold and bronze Dalek and a Dalek sec one as well. Or there's a TARDIS Dalek combo pack, which I think is a TARDIS and, and a Dalek sec. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got six sound clips on it as well. So it's materialised and cloister bell to indicate the functions on the police box sign, and that illuminates when connected to a device. The lamp on the top. Um, flashes when it's powered on and off. Uh, the dimensions of the of the TARDIS product, anyway, is uh, 4.4 by 4.4 by 8.5 inches. Uh, the Dalek has got six sound clips, such as the exterminate and the gun blast sound effects. Uh, the eye stalk illuminates when connected to the device. The Dalek ears flash with sound and get brighter with the volume. The appendages are removable. Again, we're back to that, uh, that <laughs> listen T-shirt again. And the Assault Dalek comes with bonus syringe appendage. Right. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Clean out your ears so you can get a better sound quality. Syringe. I don't know. Um, yes, the, the dual Dalek combo pack comes with both syringe and claw append- appendages. Hmm. Okay. Now, we clicked on Amazon.com to see how much this is going for. The, um, the TARDIS Bluetooth speaker on its own is going for $119.98. The Assault Dalek Bluetooth speaker is going for $149.98. If you get the Assault Dalek and Dalek Sec uh, combo pack, that is going for $249.98. And if you get the Dalek Sec TARDIS combo pack, $219.98. That is one hell of a lot of money. Yes. For, assen- for essentially a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, and... Um- no idea actually how good a quality they are. No, indeed, indeed. Um, I, it, I do quite like the idea of them. Actually, it's part of me does really. I must admit. Yes, I, I do, but um, not at that price. 
No. no. Not at that price. Definitely not. That is just far too much money to spend on, on a Bluetooth speaker. It really is. Uh, I don't know if they can justify that. Someone will pay for it. Well, <laughs> they, yeah, they justify it until they don't get until they don't sell any. Then, then they're dropping price. Yeah, Which, that is that is the question, and whether we want to wait until they drop in price and see where we go then. Well, indeed, indeed. Um, I don't know if there's any more product descriptions because I don't know who they're they're actually made by. Because when you when you look at it, it just says Tardis Bluetooth speaker by Doctor Who. Yes, yeah, he's doing it himself. Yeah, so from the future. Yes, obviously. So it doesn't give you much information to go on there, does it? So. Oh. oh well, there you go, there you go. So um, that's it for Tat Call. We did have some more Tat to come, but we're going to save it. We're nice. going to save yep. it because otherwise it, it it would have gone on forever this evening, wouldn't it? So. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So uh, that's it for the news. That's it for Tat Corner. So coming up next is our uh, retrospective review of Rise of the Cybermen. So for another week then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to return. Actually, after quite a long time, it feels for us anyway, is our Series 2 retrospective. And this time we are doing Rise of the Cybermen. So this is London, an alternative to our world where everything's the same but a little bit different. All those people are disappearing off the streets. It's been going on for months. Okay, Paul, and I do believe it is your turn to kick these uh, proceedings off, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, I must admit, I wasn't overly looking forward to watching this. Mm. Not particularly something that I thought was good at the time, I don't think. Right, okay. I've watched it again, and it's actually... Better than I remember it, I have to say. Okay, okay. Um, but. Oh, okay, let's, let's get the butts out of the way, shall we? But knowing now that this was based on, in, to, to an extent, on spare parts, the big finish. Yes, which, uh, we, which we have we, covered we, on this podcast, yeah. haven't we? Yes. I have to say it bears no comparison to that, which was absolutely brilliant. Mm. And... You sort of ended up watching this now, thinking to yourself, why didn't they just do that story? Well, exactly, because I mean, it is a fantastic um, fantastic story anyway. And yeah. I know at the time when this story came out, um, they were quite, I could put long-term fans, I would say, were quite upset at the fact that these weren't the original Cybermen. These were new Cybers alternate universe Cybermen. And they couldn't... I think they couldn't get to grips. Well, why do that? Why not just have yeah. the original song? Which I suppose they've got a point. But I, which, I, which I think has always been my problem with it, actually, to be honest. Yeah. But I've sort of, on the basis of, oh, why go to alternative universe? And, but, you know, you sort of think back and you think, well, actually, I quite like Inferno and the whole story of Inferno is based on that. It is, yeah, exactly. And that doesn't suffer for it. So, so, no, it so, why, no. so why am I so now anti the fact that they've done it for this and I think once I've got my head around that actually I did quite enjoy it a bit more it does stand up as a story I think the whole idea that somebody would be trying to do the the actual creating the Cybermen is just a byproduct for his own survival yeah he's almost using he's using people as guinea pigs to perfect it before he obviously goes for it himself well well, again it's almost that that you're back to spare parts again because it followed a similar sort of line, didn't it? Yeah. Where 
people sort of taken taken away to sort of okay, this thing sort of it's the ultimate upgrade, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because everyone's sort of addicted to like their Bluetooth earpieces and and so forth. Uh, but I say I think I can't remember exactly in spare parts. It was some time ago since we since we covered it, but they just sort of selected people, didn't they, to 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 be, to be taken away and then sort of turn into into Cybermen and well, it, it was and, the and, and this the is ill, sort of, wasn't it? It was started. the ill, yeah. And the, and this it's the homeless, it's yeah, the homeless, the the sort of the people who don't exist as far as society is concerned. So there are there are a lot of parallels, I think, with spare parts. Despite Tom McRae saying that he's it's not a simple rewrite of spare parts. No, I mean, it, no, it, no, it isn't. It is different enough, and perhaps actually disappointingly different enough. Actually, now because having yeah heard spare parts, um, but no, I quite liked it. I quite liked it as, as a story. I think it was well shot, and it has to be said, actually, quite. The scenes in the tar- the dead Tardis are actually really, I think, well lit. Mm. Yes. You do get the feeling that this is a dead ship rather than the temptation to be to still have it quite brightly lit. Yeah, well, it, it was that, um, I think, because it, once it, it sort of plummeted. And actually, I like the effect of it bursting through into the alternate universe. It was almost like a, yeah. like a, it, it sort of burst through an exploding cloud. Didn't it? Yeah. And I like—I'd like the effect on that. I, I thought it was—it was nicely done. But it's that, as you say, when the when the TARDIS is dead, and you've had before you got all the explosion, the consoles exploding and whatever. It's and it's dark, and the, it's lighting enough. To just you can see the smoke rising. Yeah. From the console, and I—I I just really, really liked that, as you say, that 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 particular shot. Then the lighting was great. It got that, as you say, it got the whole thing across of the TARDIS is dead. There's nothing happening there anymore, you know. Yeah. Really like that. It was, but again, it's directed by Graham Harper, so you don't expect anything less, really, do you? No. And, and other touches in it, in like the the fact, basically, you'd say would be oxygen masks or whatever drop down, and there's there's one in the which would be linked to later on. How much that um, Russell T Davis was thinking about six people flying a TARDIS. Yeah. Because that's what drops down, doesn't it? Exactly. It's... Yeah. So it was always there, wasn't it? In, in, his, yeah. in, in his mind. Yeah. Always was. But um, you didn't. This I didn't notice that at all beforehand at the no. time. That the fact that these—that's what that was—that dropped down. So I think I—I I mean, to me, I think this is a. I think it's quite a slight story, to be honest. But it's well directed. Yeah. I think Graham Harper makes the most out of it. Yeah. I really do. Um, I know it's, it's difficult to talk about because this is obviously a two-part story, so we're only looking at we we'll confine ourselves to part one only. Um, but there's a lot of the sort of how can I put the, the Graham Harper flourishes in there. It's like when um, Lumic is is uh, talking to the president after the Simon had burst into um, the Tyler's mansion, and you've obviously got like a camera mounted to his wheelchair, so it's you've got like this. Um, almost like a selfie, yeah, of, of like Lumic, and and again, that's very like his tracking shot, and it's very, it's that's a very very Harper thing to do. But I, that's what I love about it because you sort of recognise those little flourishes, those sort of directorial flourishes, and that's that's why I, I think he's why hasn't he come back? That's all I want to know. Yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, well, and why he was the only one to come? Yeah, but why has he been to used? Come back from used... the original series. Yeah, uh, well, you can see why really because he's imaginative. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, 
we said like during the series, like there were some fantastic directors. I think you went on record saying you'd have any of them back. Yeah. Um, but I would. I'd want to add Graham Harper to that list. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, mean, I, I, suppose, I suppose that the fact is we're, we're we're not complaining about the directors we've got at the moment, so you no. can sort of understand that there's a a. I mean, I, I suspect it's, it's just I think Stephen Moffat trying to put his own spin on things. Really, there hasn't been a lot really of between the even the Russell T Davis era and his era, is there? There's no. not been a lot of crossovers at all. Not really. So, no, I suppose you're right, really. Uh, but, I uh, think that's probably more than that. I mean, and I actually say, talking about shots, and, yeah, you're saying it slow. I mean, I like Don Morrington in this. I think he gets the, the president dead right Yeah, in the reactions and that, which makes it actually... Lumic is quite a pantomime villain. Yeah, you see, this, this is one my... I think probably my biggest problem with with this is Roger Lloyd Pack's performance as John Lumick. Yeah. Uh I th- I think it's an utterly bizarre performance. I he I know he was sort of trying to um apparently based on Donald Rumsfeld his performance. Yeah. Who said was a um I'm quoting from Wikipedia. He uh, Roger Lloyd Pack said he he said I thought who was a a power hungry mad person who believes he's completely right and has a lot of control. So he said, Donald Rumsfeld came to mind. He's as bad a man as I see around now. Um, okay, maybe that, that was his, 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 that's his, that's his motivation for, for doing it. But I just thought it, it was just a weird performance. Yeah. And, and really over the top as well. And it, Whereas I think Don Warrington actually complimented that or contrasted that because it was actually a very... Very restrained. Sympathetic, yes. Sympathetic, and, and, restrained. And um, believable reaction. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. I mean, the fact that his first thought was sympathy for the people that were that had been converted mm. when they burst in, rather than that these are just the enemy. Yeah, I, I, it, it was a very sort of sympathetic side to him, wasn't there? Yeah. Very sympathetic. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say he, he, he was good. Roger Lloyd Pack, not so yeah, really, not so, not not so great, not not to my mind anyway. I just thought it was too over the top, and the whole thing of him not blinking as well. Oh yeah, I, although you know, you have to say, getting back to Graham Harper, he does like his villains a bit over the top. <laughs> if you think of the Caves of Androzana, <laughs> yes, you are right. Actually, you are. I mean, right. I mean, we didn't exactly. At least we didn't have Roger Lloyd Pack turning to the camera <laughs> and saying, no, that's true. Like, that's true. That's true. But uh, well, that's a, well. Actually, I quite like that anyway. But no, I know. But but you know, for a point of view, perhaps when we're if we're criticizing criticizing Roger Lloyd Pack for for what he's doing, we don't know quite how he was directed either, do we? Not really. I suppose not. But no, I, I just thought it was one thing. Just sort of let let the the production down, really. Yeah. Or, or this particular episode, anyway. But um, um, but what about? Rose in this one because obviously she was she wanted to go and see her alternate universe parents come hook or by crook and she got stung for doing that as well didn't she because sort of Jackie slapped her down yeah um, it's I mean the, the the other thing on this that actually sort of doesn't really ring true is the fact of just how quickly the doctor turns and 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 fight, relents to letting her go and see them. Well, I think it was a whole. I know thing. there's a sense that he's saying, "Oh, well, you know, sh- you know, I might, as- I better go with you because otherwise, 
you're go on your own anyway. But yeah, remember Father's just, Day stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, it just was too too simpler. I also don't quite like the Doctor in the first bit of this, at the start where they've been letting Mickey hang on to that control panel for yeah, half an hour, that's... and you get the feeling they have done it to laugh at him. Yeah, that is particularly cruel, isn't it? Yes, really? I mean, that, that, is, that is getting on to bullying there, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it is really. I mean, I know know what we know now, that the, 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 uh, the Doctor and Rose have been set up for a, a massive fall at the end of the series. Yeah. Um, but this is sort of where their sort of smugness really sort of shines through, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, it's the Doctor and Rose, nobody else really matters. Uh, they treat Mickey like he's not even there. They get him holding that button for. Well, I mean, it means, to be honest, from and... Mickey's point of view, it might actually be better if they did treat him like he's not there. They're, they're sort of treating him with disdain, really, aren't they? They are really. They are um, really. It's... You sort of think, mm, quite sure. Well, obviously, I mean, this is sort of Mickey's sort of story, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you take it over over the you know over the two parts, uh, but yeah, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it just still. Even I think at the time I thought just what it was. Uh, oh, they're being nasty to Mickey, and I think now it doesn't sit well with me. No, at all. It really doesn't. Um, it's not what the Doctor would do, is it? No, or shouldn't be doing. Shouldn't really, be. no, exactly, exactly. But unless it was just all to just to signpost the fact that you know the Doctor and Rose are so wrapped up in each other, they don't yeah. notice what's going on, or, or, or who they annoy, as they did with Queen Victoria. Yeah. Back in Tooth and Claw. When they were having a, 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 you know, a, a jolly good time, um, people around them were, were getting killed. Yeah. So, as I say, maybe, maybe it, it was signposting what, what was to come. Who knows? But, mm. but um, yeah, I mean, I, I like sort of Nasty Jackie. Yeah. Actually, I thought, I thought she was really good. I, thought, I like Camille Kaduri in this one. She, she's... Um, she, I don't know if you could you imagine sort of if, if like Jackie in our universe, if she did sort of win the lottery, would she become that in, insufferable? But you're just staff. I suspect she would, to be honest. Yeah, I do as well. I do. I think it's sort of a character trait that she's never been able to sort of release. Yeah, because she's never, she's never been in that position. I think as you, you know, if she was in that position, she would be treating people appallingly. I think. Yes. Um. But I suppose we only sort of met Pete Tyler once before, and that was in Father's Day. And I, I think he would be well. He's not that different, is he? No, he's, you get the feeling he is the the long now, the long suffering, yeah, husband, isn't he? Just the fact that his his fortunes were better. He he sort of yeah. made it. He's 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 cracked it with his sort of energy drinks, and um, yeah, um, and there you are. So he he, he became successful, which is sort of like you know. It's that what's that oh, that bloody film Gwyneth Paltrow? Is it Sliding Doors? Yeah. Where she made the tube, the tube journey or didn't make the tube journey? It's, it's that sort of thing, isn't it? So, yeah. But yeah, I I I, I thought they're they're okay. Um, I did like the fact that when the Cybermen attacked, the the person he was trying to get to was was Jackie, but she pegged it. Yeah. She didn't want to know, did she? She was out the door quick enough, and it was sort of yeah. I know it was sort of um, said that she she left him. A few weeks ago, anyway, but um, yeah, you, you still like people still still loves Jackie, but she just wasn't interested. She's grabbed the door as fast as she bloody well could. <laughs> and I did like the thing about the, the thing, you know, the, the trust me on this. 
and the thing. Yeah. When he says it's her 39th birthday. <laughs> yeah, does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I do actually like the Rose joke as well. That Rose is a doll. Yeah. I yeah. do like that. And I actually do like the Doctor's reaction. And I actually think it would have been better if the first time you'd realised that Rose was a dog had been... <clears throat> that point. With them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so, actually. I do think so. Uh, yeah, that, that, would, that would have been a good reveal. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're right. Absolutely right. I think, I think the fact that we sort of saw it, it was like, all right, okay. But the fact then that you'd have got them two's reaction straight away was, was, would have been better. Yeah. Now, what about the Preachers? Because they're sort of, sort of um, I don't know if you could call them sort of cardboard cutout rebels, aren't they? Yes. Um, and how they can do, again, it's sort of, it's like a rebellion done on a budget, isn't it? <laughs> Because there's only four of them to begin with, and then one gets captured, so then it's down down to three of them. So it, it's a bit, as I say, it's a rebellion on on a shoestring budget. They are sort of the Citizen Smith of the. Yes, they yes they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all it needed, wasn't it? Was him there with with the the um, beret on, was it? <laughs> exactly. Was it uh, who were the these? Um, was it Bullet? Was that one of them? I can't remember. It was, oh, oh. oh, who was it? Who were these? Um, there was Ken. Yeah. Um, oh, who was the one? Oh, the one with the glasses and the moustache. Oh. oh, yeah, no, oh, I can't blind, I haven't I can't, seen it for ages. Me now. neither. Me neither. I was trying to think of the hard nut one. He ended up in prison, didn't he? He was sort of, there was sort of a bit of very wary of him. What he called Speed or something like that? Yeah, he was here. Speed. Yeah. And. So we now reverted to Google to find out who these people are. Yeah, we don't leave leaving anyone on a cliffhanger, do we? So... <laughs> yeah. So Mike Grady was Ken Mills. Ken, that's it. Yeah. George Sweeney was was Speed. Who was Anthony Speed King? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just oh, do you know what? Do you know what? I wish I'd ever started this now. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. I'm still. Oh, Tucker. Was Tucker. The, uh... That was it. Tucker. Tucker, there we go, there we go. Anyway, um, back to Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no mind Citizen Smith. This isn't the Citizen Smith podcast, is it? But, no. Well, it is now, but apparently. It is, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um obviously we haven't come onto the Sodmen themselves. Now, one thing, they kept them in sort of um, in the background for, you know, pretty much until the end. But even though sort of you've had the, um, the pre-release photos... On, on the BBC website, I remember, well, I remember leading up to this, and it did seem a bit, well, what's the point of keeping it in the background? Or, or, yeah, or, or out of focus or something, you know, it was a bit... It wasn't a surprise that the Cybermen were coming in, was it? No, it, it wasn't, it, was it? It was called Rise of the Cybermen, and it was all pretty much... Yeah, why, you know, why why bother with all the secrecy, really? Um, this, this, wasn't, this wasn't an Earthshock reveal, was it? No, it certainly <laughs> wasn't, not by a long shot, not by a long shot. Um... What 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 were your feelings about the re, the redesign back then? I actually quite like the design. I'm not quite sure on the sound effects, and still not quite sure on the sound effects as far as. Mm, well, no, I suppose everyone's just used to it now. But I, I think the the, the points of the summon were they were still human. Yeah. Under all that, and to have them clonking and stomping about, they just became robots. Yeah. They're far too robotized, um, and I think that 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 was the mistake they made, and they've they've sort of kept up kept up with it now, really, haven't they? They haven't sort of really gone back and tried to sort of make them a bit more human. No. So I, mm, yeah, I, I know what you. 
Well, I, lo- I mean, I love the design. Apparently, they wanted to go for an Art Deco look. Yeah. <clears throat> which is fine. And um, and I-, I loved all the airship thing as well. That looked, that looked fantastic. There was some really good effects work in this. Uh, but, yeah, when it comes to the-, the clomping, stomping Cybermen, and, of course, now they have to have a catchphrase as well, delete, which I thought was awful at the time. Yeah, and it still hasn't gr- it hasn't got any better, really. It so. hasn't, no. No. It really hasn't. So, yeah, I, I do have mixed feelings about it, this one. Yeah, I, it, 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 as, as reasonable goes, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad a, a way to bring them back. No. There was a way to bring them back without having to bring back and the baggage and explain who they were. Uh, no. But then again, they did that with the Daleks. They brought back the yeah. original Daleks. They didn't have to explain who they were. No. No, I, yeah, I, I can I can agree with that, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It just seems a bit... Okay, they're there now, and that's it. It's done, and, you know, it's it's all part of Doctor Who law now. But I just thought it, it was just unnecessary. Yeah. Really. I, I mean, I thought that at the time as well. I just thought, why, why sort of... Okay, you want a new design of Cybermen, but that's always been the thing about Cybermen anyway. They're constantly upgrading. <clears throat> so, but to have them come from an alternate universe and to start all over again. Which wouldn't have been so bad, actually, if they'd done that with these and then had in later episodes when we get original Cybermen back, mm. the non parallel Cybermen back, to have had them to be a more traditional looking Cybermen. So you had the, the contrast between the two. Well, I'm assuming the Cybermen we, we first saw in um, Series 7 are the Mondasian yeah. Cybermen. But it's never actually been explicitly said, has it? No. Because now they've all sort of been all sorts of... They're in our universe, the alternate universe. Um, it, it It's all got a bit mixed up now, hasn't it? No, yeah, but which is why I'm saying it. It would have been quite nice then if you'd have carried a, a different, slight, different feel for those. Mm. Well, I suppose they could. And, ta- and taken the design for those if you wanted to update it, but to a different way. Yeah, I suppose they so, could. I suppose after you spent all that money on new, new look Simon, you're not going to have another costume, are you really? Mm, I don't know. It's, it's all money, isn't it? So cause it they, is, I suppose. Yeah. Because so, all they, all they could afford was ten Cybermen, apparently. So did you? When I watched this on DVD, read it in readiness for this, I listened to it the first time with the commentary. Yeah. Um, which I don't usually do to be, I, you, to be honest. I usually just watch the episode and <clears throat> just go on from that. But you, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll watch it first time with the commentary, and it didn't really tell you anything because it was, it was the actors, wasn't it, rather than any yeah. production team. Noel, Noel Clark was, was was playing the role of Tony in this, wasn't he? With, he was actually, wasn't he? <laughs> was slightly straying from the truth. He certainly was, wasn't he? Blimey! Oh dear, who would ever said that? <laughs> who would ever think we would ever say that Noel Clark was like Tony? <laughs> <laughs> oh crikey! Yeah, but it's, it's an okay episode. I don't think it's yeah. it's a, it's certainly not a not to my mind. It's not a classic anyway. No. It, it's, yeah, I'm not sure really that it. I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm sort of looking forward to seeing part two because I haven't watched part two yet because we haven't got that far yet. No, that's it, and we're not doing it next week. So uh, no, no, <laughs> so, <laughs> we have to wait another so, month before we get to that. Yes, <laughs> the anticipation for it by then will be overwhelming. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I think I pretty much said all I want to say 
yeah, really about it because um, it, it's it's difficult to talk about two parters, you know, when you're not covering the second part. Really, it, I think it's, it's probably it, what maybe it would have been better to have talked about it as a whole. But obviously, we we've got to pad out our material throughout the year. So, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there is no point. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a limited amount. Exactly, exactly. We've got to make this work, make this last. Honestly, we've got to keep this going to August. No, yeah, it's it, it, it's okay. I think it's okay. It's better than I better than I was I was remembering it being. Yes, yes, indeed. I enjoyed it more than I was remembering it being. Yeah, and I think but I think now, whereas I think it actually is better than I thought it was. It's now slightly spoiled by the fact that I've. Listen to spare parts. Yeah, because that was just sublime. Yes, really, that's absolutely sublime. Um, yeah, if, as you say, if it had been that, this would have been fantastic. Yeah, really would have been. Really would have been. Okay, should we leave that there? We will do. Okay, so we'll be doing um, Age of Steel uh, next month. Yes. So, so <laughs> our, our schedule makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> It does. It, it's 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 called crossing off the days till August. <laughs> so that means what are we doing next week? Um, we're back to big finish, aren't we? We're back to big finish, and we're back to the next one in the row of the three of the trilogy that we started. Yes, uh, uh, last month. Indeed. So we're doing a sixth Doctor story this time, and it is Davros. Yes. Uh, which I'm looking forward to doing this one. Yes. I'm very much looking forward to this one. Um, let's hope it's an improvement on the previous one, on the Omega yeah. one, because I, I I didn't particularly enjoy that one too much. No, it, yeah, that, it got lost, didn't it? That it one. did, very much so. So let's hope this one's an improvement. Yes. Okay then, folks. So that's what we'll be back with next week. So until then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Who's He?